There are certain segments of society who are looked down upon by nearly everyone else, and the police are no exception. They can go on a A and ease the first 48 and all those investigation discovery shows declaring that the victim's lifestyle has nothing to do with the case being solved or not all they want. The truth is, people look down on drug dealers, prostitutes, thieves, substance abusers, the homeless, and the mentally ill. As someone with a lifelong mental illness, I can attest to this as I have been unfairly and very disdainfully treated by law enforcement and social workers because of it. Police murder those with mental illness more often than they do normal people. People with untreated mental illness are 16 times more likely to be killed during a police encounter than other civilians approached or stopped by law enforcement, according to a new study released today by the Treatment Advocacy Center. Numbering fewer than 1 in 50 U.S. adults, individuals with untreated severe mental illness are involved in at least 1 in 4 as many as half of all fatal police shootings, the study reports. Because of this prevalence, reducing encounters between on-duty law enforcement and individuals with the most severe psychiatric diseases may represent the single most immediate, practical strategy for reducing fatal police shootings in the United States, the authors conclude. Treatment Advocacy Center I was misdiagnosed twice, a psychiatrist deduced that I suffer from bipolar disorder and prescribed Depakote for me, which I never took, while a second, and younger, psychiatrist declared that I have PTSD, for which I was given Effexor. I have neither illness, what I suffer from is clinical depression combined with moderate anxiety. I know this because I have been diagnosed with those illnesses by three different shrinks. We can guess that many of the victims of law enforcement have also been similarly misdiagnosed, in addition to being untreated, usually because they have no insurance and thus, cannot obtain the treatment they so badly require. Many are so out of touch with reality that they are unable to get themselves any help. I blame their families for this, if your relative is mentally ill and you know this, why aren't you trying to get them some help? The mental health system in America isn't all that broken, as I've always been able to get treatment when I wanted it, I just never wanted a TBH. Laquan McDonald In 2015, the Washington Post conducted the first ongoing tally of officer-involved shooting deaths of the mentally ill. Nationwide, at least 25% of people who are shot and killed by police officers suffer from acute mental illness at the time of their death. People with untreated mental illness are 16 times more likely to be fatally shot during an encounter with police than people with their mental illnesses under control. According to the Post 2018 tally, 1,165 civilians were fatally shot by police. Of those, more than 200 were confirmed to be mentally ill. Someone needs to be paying attention. Unarguably, mental illness isn't the only factor involved in fatal police encounters. Race is one that is often talked about. But the link of mental illness to police brutality doesn't have the same publicity. Cassandra Stout, IBPF it's scary enough to be a minority in a white dominant country where the police view anyone of color as a threat, but to be mentally ill as well is absolutely terrifying. It is one reason I hate to drive, I always feel that I am being singled out by cops even though I am driving the speed limit, obeying all traffic laws, and not doing anything else that can be considered suspicious unless singing along to songs on the radio is criminal. Police have become the default responders to mental health calls, write the authors, Historian David Perry and disability expert Lawrence Carter Long, who analyzed incidents from 2013 to 2015. They propose that people with psychiatric disabilities are presumed to be dangerous to themselves and others in police interactions. Take one of the most discussed recent police brutality cases, the Chicago police shooting of Law Quan McDonald, 
a black teenager killed while acting erratically and holding a knife. Prosecutors took the unusual step of charging an officer with first-degree murder, noting McDonald did not pose a lethal threat to the officers who had surrounded him. When video of the shooting was released, it sparked the resignation of Chicago's police chief and a national debate over race and policing. Robert Ethan Saymore The report also cites the tragic example of Ethan Saylor, a 26-year-old with Down syndrome who was simply trying to spend a day at the movies when he was killed in 2013. Saylor had purchased a ticket to see Zero Dark Thirty, but when he tried to stay in the theater for a second showing of the movie, he got into an altercation with the theater security. Saylor was unarmed, and three off-duty Frederick County deputies, working as security guards, restrained and dragged him from the theater until he died of asphyxiation. Saylor could be heard screaming mommy, mommy, it hurts, according to a lawsuit filed by his family. Authorities ruled the death a homicide. A Maryland grand jury declined, however, to indict the officers. Nam Illinois. From the same website, I learned about the tragic murder of Michelle Cussos in Phoenix, who was shot by police when they arrived at her home to transfer her to a mental health facility. She was diagnosed as suffering from bipolar disorder as well as schizophrenia, and probably was in a paranoid delusional state when she allegedly charged the cops wielding a hammer. Michelle did not have to die, if only trained mental health professionals had been there to de-escalate the situation. Police officers barely have the education to do their own jobs, why the hell are they allowed to do work that they have zero training for? To be continued.